It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. Becky Gazeal here on Sunshine. You may now kiss the... <clears throat> Hold on. Let me give you some advice. It's time to, you know, work on our marriages. So I thought we'd get Phil Ayres from Kingdom City in because he always gives us great advice. How you doing, Phil? <laughs> great, great. Let's go for it. Come on, I'm pumped. <laughs> we're going to speak life and speak out loud and help help and support um, those couples who are brave and passionately building their relationships. That That's every single person listening right now. Now, we, we've spoken... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the last three sessions have been room for us, room for God, room for weakness. What are you bringing today? All right. This one is huge in terms of being able to build confidence in the relationship and for the growth of the relationship. It's called uh, today's the subject of room to speak. Oh, room like to speak. Speaking. Making... Yeah, <laughs> this one's for the girls is top notch. This is awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, so look, it, it's the ability to actively hear each other in our relationships, and to be able to make room for each other to speak, especially in the area of heated conversations. Why? Why is hearing the other person important? Well, if if you think about listening or hearing another person, it's crazy. You know, when you first get together, you know, the, one of the ways you know, oh, this is the person. This is this is the person because you some at some point somewhere often you have a conversation and it goes from like ten minutes to four hours. And you think, <laughs> oh my gosh, we've been talking for four hours, and like you know, in that infatuated stage, that early stage, it's like we can just talk for hours, and there's. You know, we just seem to talk about everything and anything and it's yeah. so right and connected. Get past that honeymoon phase and then reality kicks in and, oh, my gosh, we don't talk anymore, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's so funny how we don't talk anymore. You know that. Anyway, Do not know that song, quite... but I want to hear you sing the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the, the, the reality is that we kind of um, move from this amazing ability to communicate deeply and then we somehow we get lost in the building of our relationship when the ability to hear each other is impacted and like you know James 119 which is a great New Testament verse uh, about speaking and hearing it says everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak or Jesus words where he said look if you've got ears to hear make sure you hear in other words listen not just to to be heard, but listen to understand, listen to engage in the mind and heart of the other person. So important. So it's not just an argument, though, because I, I can imagine a lot of people going, oh, yeah, yeah, we need to make sure that we listen to both sides when there's an argument, but you're talking outside of an argument as well. We need to actually listen to each other. Yeah, I think listening to each other communicates value because, you know, our thoughts and our words are, are really connected to who we are as people. You're, what, what you say, when, when someone hears you, you know that that person kind of instinctively is valuing you, is engaging you. And so when you are being heard, you're actually being loved. Mm. And the opposite is true, though. When I cut someone off, and, and what's crazy is we can get really upset um, with someone and we just shut down being willing to listen to or to hear them. But what we're doing by shutting down the ability to hear them is, is you're actually shutting down your capacity to love them. Even though you're not saying that, 
that is what's been communicated because because our words, our thoughts are so deeply connected to who we are. The moment you shut down one party in a relationship or when both parties shut each other down, the actual growth of their love is immediately stopped right on the spot. Wow, that's that's yeah. huge. Now, Phil, what if you're discussing a topic and you know you're right? Like you know <laughs> through and through <laughs> that you are right and the other person is way off track. What do you do? Mate, mate that is spoken like a true bloke. A true bloke. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always know we're right, but it's, it's usually our wives who want to point out that we're wrong and, and it's, it's often hard to hear that. Listen. Here is just, if everyone can hear this and remember this today, this is so important. It's more important for them to be heard than you to be right. If you want, look, you can just have a solo life and just live your life in a singular sense. And if being right is the most important thing to you, well, happy life, happy lonely life, because being right is not the priority. Being heard is the priority. If you want a relational community that you build, you've, you've got to create an ability to have an exchange, exchange of thoughts, ideas, words. And it's in that exchange where intimacy grows, where bonding happens, where it's the sharing of my life through my words and my thoughts that I have expression to grow together with you, to trust you, to build an ideas and a framework. Um, so if you if you if you're passionate about always being right, well, you're going to live a lonely life mm. because because great relationships are built by people who give room for another person to be heard. And when you allow that, you allow for the exchange of ideas and the growth and the development of intimacy. Man, that's so good to remember when you know. Yeah, when you know you're right, but you're right. It's, that's not what's important. Yeah. It's important that you have that two-way conversation. So how do we make this work Like in a practical sense? We're having an argument in the kitchen over something ridiculous, and all you want to do is prove that you're right. <laughs> okay, so before I say that, let me just say a couple of quick thoughts on why we shut people off. Sometimes we shut people off because I only listen to what I agree with. That's going to be a problem for you. Uh, or I only, I, I'm in a conversation, but I'm only listening to my own thoughts. And in another week, we'll talk about reflective listening, reflecting things back. But in this session, you can become so in your own thoughts, you don't have time or the emotional energy to listen to another person, or you only hear when you're happy with the other person. So can I just say that above everything else, if you're going to make your relationship flourish and grow, you have to make a personal commitment to not cut each other off. In other words, let them finish whatever they need to say uh, and let them express it in fullness and then respond. The practice of allowing that person to finish, allowing them to express fully their words, is one of the most powerful things you can do. If you cut people off, what you'll do is you'll change a conversation or a conflict issue from the issue to the personality and the offence of being cut off. Because because it's such a deep need in us, you'll move. You might have an issue. Someone got home late from work, but then if you don't engage a conversation that allows room to talk about that and the lack of knowing or the lack of communication, what happens is it goes from that conversation of being late and disappointed to you don't love me because you're not interested in what I got to say, and then the whole conversation shifts, and you can never resolve the conversation. 
conflict. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's so important. Create room to speak for both parties and you'll actually allow emotional room to grow and to strengthen and to bond together. That's brilliant. Brilliant advice, Phil, as always. Yeah, we're never disappointed, Phil. Thank you so, so much. And I can't wait you guys. for the next fortnight for you to come back on and be in the studio as well. But that's our guest, Phil Ayers from Kingdom City. Helps us grow strong marriages. You're on Sunshine here with Beck and Gazeel. We really hope you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Gazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.